The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. Everywhere you go, Eden is to be manifested. How do you start it? By speaking. And believing what you say is going to come to pass. Lined up with the Word of God. Eden is what you were made for. What is Eden? Eden is a place of luxury. Eden is a place of voluptuous living. Eden is a place of abundance. Eden is a place of serenity and joy. Eden is the, um, uh, there, there's, um, Eden is a type of paradise. No, you were made for that. Got it? You were never made to live outside of Eden because Eden is where the presence of God is continually present. So, all this that you see here in this book is getting you back to Eden. Donald Lawrence said right up there and listened to my message on these things and he wrote a song called Let's Get Back to Eden and Live on Top of the World. The you, you, you were not made to worry about a thing. Not one thing. Why? Because when, when you worry like that, it begins to affect your natural body. It begins to affect how your cells reproduce. When, when, when you worry, worry is a form of fear and fear is never meant to be a part of your being. Got it. Look what he says in Philippians. Philippians chapter four, started verse six. He said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the what? peace of God, which passes all understanding shall do what? Keep your hearts and minds through who? Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter four and verse eight. This is what it says about your mind, your mind. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are whole, uh, uh, honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, this is what you think of. You don't think on anything that's not lovely. In matter of fact, he said over in Matthew chapter six, 
Therefore, I say unto you, take no what? Thought. Put that up there in the Amplified, please. That same verse right there. And look what the Amplified says. He says, therefore, I tell you, stop being what? Perpetually uneasy, come on, anxious, come on, and worried about your life. See, he's trying to put you back in Eden. Why? Because that's where production takes place. See, that, that's where you're going to be able to fulfill your purpose. You were never designed to go outside of Eden. Go back to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 again. He says, and God bless them. Say, bless them. Now, what is the blessing? The blessing is the name that God gave to the power he used to create the universe. Now watch this. And God said to them, be fruitful. He's given them the blessing to be that way. See, that anointing on you is to de design to bring forth fruit. Are you, are you with me? And multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it, see? See, everywhere you go, you carry the blessing. The blessing moves with you. See, and what is this blessing going to do? It's going to make you fruitful. See, because right now what we've seen is fruit, but we have not seen righteous fruit. We've seen fruit of a fallen man and fruit of unrighteousness. He talks about it over there in Galatians chapter five. He says in verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest. This is the works of people who don't know God, uh, which, are, of, of, uh, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, uh, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, watch this, envying, so forth and murders all that you're seeing, but wherever you go, all that ends. See, your, your, the blessing is powerful enough to create a garden everywhere you go. Man, y'all got to get this. So that's what we're supposed to do. He takes us and he drops us in the field. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 31. He takes us and he drops us in the field. And he, another parable he put forth to them saying, a kingdom of heaven is likened to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh the tree that the birds of the air come and lodge under the branches thereof. See, it, it, it becomes the greatest influence in that area. Why? Because everything, because of the blessing and the power of it, everything has to realign itself to, to, to align with your purpose. Everything has to come into alignment with what you decree. Y'all with me? We're turning jails into boarding schools. Now, wait a minute. I don't have to be there. 
I'm acting like who? God. Isaiah 55 again in verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It'll not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereinto I sent it. I'm going to act just like him. I'm going to send the word. I said, I'm going to send the word. And look at John chapter one and starting at verse one. In the beginning was the word. The word was what? With God, come on. And the word what? Was God. Keep going. The same was in the beginning with God. Keep going. All things were made by, by, by. Who is him? Who is God? The word. Come on, come on. You can't separate the word from God. See, wherever the word goes, it's a seed. Wherever the word goes, it's independent of anything around it. It doesn't need anything. It is self-contained. It will bring to pass whatever it says. I don't care if it's got to come up through concrete. Nothing can stop the word from manifesting in this earth. And God says, I'm not in there. I'm going to put my representatives in there and my representatives are going to speak my word. And when they speak my word, it will not return to them void. When that word comes in here, it's going to take whatever it needs to bring itself to pass. If it means taking the king's heart and making him tax the people so that Mary could have that baby where the prophet said he was going to have it. Man, y'all got to get this. See, when I said we're turning jails into boarding schools, now we got prison reform. It didn't happen before. I'm trying to get you to see something. The devil is not running this anymore. The church is running this. And God is waiting on you to start walking and talking. You got to say something. Now you understand Mark and chapter eight and verse 24. Jesus came, the blind man, he laid his hands on him. He led him out of town first and laid his hand on him and said, what do you see? He said, looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. And then the next verse said, and then he put his hand upon his eyes and he made him look up and he was restored and saw everything clearly. So what did he see first? He went back to the garden. He saw the purpose of a man to produce. A tree is a producer. He saw the purpose of him. And you, the church, should be the biggest producers on the earth. Praise God. Let me, let me, let me give you, <laughs> are y'all with me here? Look what, here's, here's what I'm, I'm going to quote this. Praise God. That the church is supposed to be the primary source of everything on this planet. The church is supposed to be the pri primary source of everything on this planet. If anything can be done, skill and experience can do it. But if anything can't be done, faith can do it. So Jesus preached it. 
Matthew, Mark chapter 11 and verse 23. Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say, come on, to this mountain, be thou what? He's getting Satan's stuff out of the way now. We're getting his, we clearing him out. Be thou cast where? Into the sea and, and shall not what? Doubt in his heart, but shall what? Shall what? Shall what? Believe that those things that he says shall come to pass, what is he going to have? I'm telling you right now that if you got this book right now, everything will have to align itself. Everything must change. Everything when the kingdom comes. Everything must change. Now, let's look at another place. Let's look here at James, James chapter three in verse 18. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. All right. Now let's talk about this a minute. Let's talk about Joseph. And here's Joseph. And they treated this brother pretty bad. Matter of fact, his brothers treated him that bad. Am I right about that? And now in Genesis 45 in verse three, Joseph was reuniting with his brothers. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brothers could not answer him for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me, I pray you. And they came near and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve your life. Don't be angry with yourself. Now, what did Joseph do to get there? He had a dream, watch this, and he spoke it. Everything started happening. They threw him in a pit, gonna kill him, but they couldn't kill him. Judah said, let's don't kill him, let's just sell him. Why? He needed transport. Why? His father would not receive his prophetic word. Because it was never supposed to meant that everybody come to Egypt to get provision. They were supposed to come to Israel. They're supposed to come to church. But how somehow the church won't receive the prophetic word. Well, now we go into the world because the biggest reason for poverty is an absence of self-production. So now Apple is producing. <laughs> Google is producing. 
Apple's got, what, $250 billion cash? <laughs> that should be in the church. The church is directly hooked up with the creator. Are you following what I'm saying? How about Martin Luther King? What Martin Luther King did? That was a innovation. That was an innovative idea. It's what we call disruptive innovation. It's a drastic change. What was he coming against? He's coming against the racism and the prejudice and the laws that had been made and so forth and so on. Why? Because the devil did it. He, he brings bad laws. He brings strife, division, and racism. He brings that. that. That's his hallmark. He brings anger. He brings kids getting shot. But the church is here now. And many times what we think is that that's impossible. Well, you've been made for that. Now you start walking and talking. I want you to see this. This is Joseph now. Notice what he had to do. He had to forgive. He had to forgive. He had to forgive some people that were close to him that dogged him out, so to speak. And Jesus preached on it. And here's what he said, starting here at, verse, at Luke's and in chapter 17 and verse uh, 3. He said, now take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against you, and rebu you rebuke him. And if you repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against you seven times in a day, seven times in a day, turn again, say, I repent, you shall forgive him. Next verse. The apostle said, you're going to have to give me some more faith for that. I, I ain't doing it. Why? Because it takes faith because the world can't do it. They can't do it. They don't have faith. Faith is the only power that you use to do it. You got to maintain that faith because God is elevating you. He's making you a person of influence. And Luke chapter 17, verse one, as he's making you a person of influence, he said unto them, the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses are going to come. Get ready. If you don't want to be offended, then don't be elevated. Just stay where you're at and get out of the way. But the problem with that, Jesus said, hey, if you don't bear no fruit, he gets rid of you. So what happens? James chapter 3, verse 18 in the CEV translation. Check this out. Think about Martin Luther King. Watch this. He said this, when peacemakers plant seeds of peace, they will harvest justice. Wow. Wow. See, the enemy tries to make you think that the superior principles of the kingdom are not powerful. But even Martin, even Marvin Gaye said, only love can conquer hate. He even knew that. He said in Romans, what did he say in Romans chapter 12? 
Don't overcome evil with evil, but what do you do? Overcome evil, come on, with good. See, God tells you to love that enemy. Now, wait a minute, hold it. You mean that don't have a police or don't have a military? Yes, you do. That's ordained in the word of God too. But he's talking about on the level that you're going to be dealing with on a daily basis. You love. Now, here's the deal. That when you love them, you're acting like who? God. I got to act like God. See, if I don't, I get angry. If I get angry, I come out of Eden. And if I come out of Eden, it's affecting my body. It's affecting my family. It's affecting everything. Look over here. Galatians chapter six and verse seven. You've heard it before. Now let's hook it all together. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, naturally also reap. Let's go further. And he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap what? Corruption. Let's look at that verse in the amplified translation to get another degree of understanding that for he who soweth to his own flesh, his lower nature, his sensuality, will from the flesh reap what? Decay, come on. Ruin, come on. Destruction. Every time you hate, you enter into a place of self-destruction. The person who hates slowly self-destructs. Well, he was. He wasn't, Joseph wasn't down in jail talking about Miss Potiphar. You know that woman, I can't stand that woman. I didn't like her, I didn't like her hairdo. I didn't like nothing about her, you know. She come at me and told that big lie on me. No, no, no. So peace, you're going to reap justice. No, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, Eden is to be manifested. How do you start it? By speaking and believing what you say is going to come to pass. Lined up with the word of God. You shall know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. Folks, I believe that we can even sow such seeds that we can create a new culture. Watch this. Racism will disappear. It will disappear. Did you get something out of that? Come on, give God praise. Give him thanksgiving. Amen. This is your time. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Come on, let's give him a praise and give him a thanksgiving for it. Father, we just thank you for this word tonight, this morning. We thank you for the anointing that's on each one of these believers that no longer will be, we be drawn into that place of hatred or jealousy or backbiting. Lord, even behind closed doors, we're going to speak good about people. And Father, we thank you that whatever seeds have been sown, 
right now, we forgive. We cancel every negative harvest that has been on its way. We just right now, you said, if we confess our sins, you're faithful to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Lord, we do it now and believe we receive the harvest of the Lord, the justice of the Lord, the prosperity of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord. And we thank you for it. Give you praise. Call it done in Jesus' name. Now give God a praise and a hand clap. Praise God. Glory to God. Well, praise God. I trust that you are blessed by that teaching. Now, here's something you want to remember on this. Dr. Martin Luther King, remember he had peaceful protests. Remember that? The Bible says over in the book of James, chapter 3 and verse 18, here's what it says in the CEV translation. He said that if you sow in peace, you will reap justice. Isn't that something? See, he saw that. He saw that he couldn't sow in violence and all of that because he wouldn't reap justice. And notice how he did that. Now, a lot of times what happens, we think to love somebody when they hate us, then we're putting ourselves at a disadvantage. No, you're not. God says, love your enemies. So that means he's going to back you to make sure that nobody can hold you from your promotion, that nobody can keep you from your inheritance. See, it's all right there in the book. The the enemy tries to get us to retaliate or to this, none of that's in the fruit of the Spirit. You have the fruit of the Spirit. The world can't do this. They don't have the love that you have. Even our dear friend, he's going to be with the Lord, Marvin Gaye. Here's what he said. Only love can conquer hate. That was a powerful statement because it's true. And so I want you now to practice the love walk and watch how your life begins to expand and and watch how opportunities seem to come now and so forth like that. It's a trick of the enemy to get us over into hate because hate repels the things, a lot of things that God has for us. So we got to practice the love walk. Amen. Powerful teaching. Get it. Listen to it over and over again. It'll bless you. Well, thank you so much. God bless you. And next time, until next time, keep walking by faith. Today's teaching, Manifesting Eden, is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Did you know that you were designed to live in the atmosphere of Eden, an atmosphere of abundance, peace, and joy, where God's presence is? This is a teaching that everyone needs to hear. Get your copy today. Hello, this is Bill Winston. I'm inviting you to our annual business and leadership conference. This conference we've been having for years. It started out first when we had a man named Peter Daniels. He came and spoke to us about business and about leadership. It started then and it's still going now. We believe the unbelievable. We ought to be the greatest entrepreneurs in history. And I believe it's time for us to win again. I think it's time for us to take back the economics. Now I want to invite you, whether you come virtual or you're here in person, you gotta be here. This is gonna be on March the 25th and the 26th. Now we're gonna have speakers again that are gonna be speaking on topics and giving you principles that can not only have you create businesses, but scale businesses 
quickly. Now these businesses will bring in a sufficient amount of revenue that we can take part of that and lift the burden of suffering humanity. That's what it's all about in the kingdom, kingdom businesses. Now God's growing these businesses because it's all for the kingdom, the good of the kingdom, praise God. But we want you to be here. So again, that date is gonna be March the 25th and the 26th. We're gonna have various activities. We're gonna have giveaways. We're gonna have just an exciting time. You've gotta be here. Again, that's the Business and Leadership Conference. Our theme this year is Thy Kingdom Come. I want you to be here too. God bless you. Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith.